0: Oh. am gonna
1: Indeed, there are more questions than answers, like how did Jesus make it into his 30s and still have 12 close friends?
0: His greatest miracle in my book, God.
1: Hi America, Hello World, my name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites, and TV shows just for you, to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the Mysterious Strange, Supernatural, Unusual, Bizarre, and Just Plain Weird. If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Now each week we press our ear against the wall. We listen through the brickwork, the last song my mother listened to before she went to bed. She snores, picking and pulling, on our unconscious mind. What have we got tonight?
0: <laughs>
1: well, my temperature's rising and my feet are on the floor. Give me some loving. Every day. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and all value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivism reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be The panel have no idea what's coming, and I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and effervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather tried making love to an entire orchestra this week, but only made it to second base. After the brass and woodwind sections Welcome to the show, Heather Hello I also wish to introduce The man crazy (laughs) Michelle Corrie Michelle was born and raised I've got time, I can wait all night Michelle was born and raised In Moira, Minnesota And has a keen and avid interest in orchestras Michelle Corrie Her face is a 4 Her personality is a 6 So basically she's a 10 Welcome to the show, Michelle. What? (laughs) Sick. So mean, so early on. You are a 10. Okay. I also wish to introduce, sat in the corner in his little loincloth, eating peanuts. God. Nathan Bush. Nathan's embracing hipster peer pressure this week. Come on, man. Nobody's doing it. Welcome to the show, Nathan. (laughs) Hello, <laughs> they're mad. They're bad. They're paranormal. This is Season 3, Episode 11, and we enter into the first round. That is a general lack of knowledge. With the biblical gong of divine knowledge, the unleavened blessed facts of kosher statistics, and the miracle of turning information into let's whine about my score. Uh-huh. Oh, man. There we go. That signals the beginning of the first round on this day in 1770, Captain James Cook arrived in New South Wales in Australia. Would you prefer a quiz about cooking? Famous Jamesies, things that are new, or Australia? What do you want? What are you going with?
0: Hmm, oh, Kirk.
1: You want things that you cook? No, you James want Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> so when I say... On this day in 1770, Captain James Cook arrived in New South Wales in Australia. You want questions on Captain Kirk? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. What was his middle name? T. T. (laughs) (laughs) What would you prefer, Michelle, given the choice?
2: Australia.
1: I will go with you. This is...
0: (laughs) Oh, you win.
1: You win two points for agreeing with me. Hurrah. Hurrah. For the first time. On MQTA Radio. I can't believe that. Fantastic and bizarre laws about Australia. If you possess 50 kilos of these in Western Australia, you will be arrested. Well, we know it won't be soap, shampoo, or hygiene products, so we can narrow it down.
0: Oh, Oh, hi, Tanya.
1: If you possess...
0: Hi, Tanya. Tanya.
1: ...where women glow... Bananas. ...and men chunder... If bananas. you have 50 kilos of bananas. Yes. You get arrested. Yep. In western Australia for being in possession of so many bananas. Bananas. You're going with but you're not going to be <laughs> taken away from that answer.
0: Bananas. You're confident. Bananas?
1: Banana I once made the mistake of telling my grandmother I like banana sandwiches. For the next 10 years, all I ever got was banana sandwiches.
2: <laughs> Have you never
1: had a banana sandwich?
2: I won't eat a banana.
1: You won't eat a banana, but it's still early in the evening. We'll see yeah, where we sure end up,
2: shall
1: we? What are you going with, Michelle? 50 kilos of what? You're arrested.
2: Vegemite. Vegemite.
1: The answer is, of course, potatoes. Ooh. If you're in possession of more than 50 kilograms of potatoes in Western <sighs> Australia... So close. You're being arrested? Not really. <laughs> Did you know that a banana plant is the biggest herb in the well? It's considered a herb plant. Yeah,
0: I think I heard that, yeah.
1: Oh, you can't say that after the event. You're not going to win points for doing that. I can win whatever I There's want. a similar law, actually, in California where you can be arrested by chips. <laughs> Let's not forget, of course, the great bicycle plague of 1778 that saw attacks on walking lifted. The Summary Offence Act of 1966 deems it illegal to be heard singing what? In Australia,
0: Um, the
1: Summary Offence Act of 1966 says it's illegal to be singing what?
0: Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Can you be
1: more specific? No. I think you're a little bit dum-diddly-dum-diddly-dum-diddly. You're going with that, are you? Yep. Michelle Corrie. You're not allowed to sing what?
2: The British National Anthem.
1: You are not allowed to sing an obscene song, so anything by Taylor Swift counts there. Singing message in a bottle will in fact get you a police record.
0: Mm. Oh, no, that is wow. terrible. So God. lonely, so lonely.
1: Or it is illegal to dress up as these two fictional characters in Australia.
0: Bert and Ernie.
1: Bert <laughs> It's a rubber ducky, Bert. Bert and Ernie. You're not allowed to dress up as Bert and Ernie. Michelle, do you think you can do better than that?
2: Uh, no. It does say fictional
1: characters. I was thinking Bert and Ernie were real.
0: But they are. in my dreams
1: isn't there an Italian actress with a last name of Bert and she eats a bag of walnuts before she goes to bed that's where that is two fictional characters you're not allowed to dress up as or you're getting arrested Michelle
2: I really don't know I don't know any Australian
1: don't worry about Australia just go for fictional partnerships fictional characters there's two of them Am I going to have to give up?
2: Yes, i There's sorry. nothing
1: there. The wheels aren't turning. The no. WD-40 is not working. The answer is Batman <gasps> and Robin. Holy smokes, no points there, Batman. Wow. Laurel and Hardy will apparently get you a diamond Chino, and Simon and Art Garfunkel will see you sent to a rock. I am an island. On this day... <sighs> In 1836, the territory of Wisconsin was created for the first time in the history of MQTA. I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating laws about Wisconsin. Oh, good. State law says it is illegal to serve apple pie in public without this accompaniment: Ice cream. Apple pie and ice cream. Yes. Illegal to be naked, as God intended, unless it has this accompaniment. Ice
2: cream. Ice cream. Cheese.
1: Michelle, Cory, you're mad. You're absolutely stark wearing mad. And it's true. It's cheese. Well done. Was that a wild stab in the dark? It's Wisconsin. What else I was it going to be? Iced
0: cheese?
1: Iced cheese. Give iced me one of them iced ice ice cheese. cheeses. <laughs> it must be 100 <laughs> degrees out there. I need to cool myself down with that iced cheese. Yummy. Mm. This is a runny breeze, sir. Very strange combinations. I will give Michelle two points, because that is wholly remarkable. Apple pie and cheese. These are strange combinations. I'm going to give you extra points, because I'm in a very philanthropic mood. Oh, good. I want you to <laughs> tell me as many strange and bizarre meat and vegetable combinations as you can think of. I'll give you a start. Lamb and pea. There we go. Just shout them out.
0: Mmm. Ham and pineapple.
1: Yes. What kind of vegetables the pineapple? <laughs>
0: Ham and asparagus.
1: Fish and beets. Fish and beets. Where, where have you eaten fish and beets? <laughs> I, I,
0: I thought it was just had to be weird.
1: Oh, yes, I, there are. I see the rules have gone out the window. Yes, it's weird, but still strangely socially acceptable. Fish oh. and beets, mm. pineapple and ham, um, meat and vegetable combinations. Come on, there's hundreds.
0: Ooh, beef and orange. Beef and orange. <laughs>
1: You can tell this is Minnesota, can't you? These apparently are reasonable combinations. Give me some of that there beef and orange, and while you're there, I'll have the beaten fish starter. I'm not beating my chub. That's terrible. What are you going with, Michelle? Strange and bizarre. Meat and vegetable.
2: Turkey and... Cream spinach.
1: (laughs) When I started this quiz, (laughs) this seemed like a good round. I thought, what could possibly go wrong with meat and vegetable combinations? Ground beef and onion, steak and potatoes. Ooh,
0: liver and onions. That's disgusting.
1: That's right. Chicken and mushroom. You're getting the idea. Game over. No points for anyone.
0: Good. You
1: failed to provide cheese with your apple pies and a compliment. But the judge was in a bad mood. His marriage is going down the tubes. The kids are ignoring him. He's unhappy with his life. He's having a midlife crisis. You are now in prison. Ooh, but the did. misery does not end there, by Jiminy. Oh, no, by Joe. Oh. The misery does not end there. Uh-uh. You are not allowed in Wisconsin to have this food stuff served to you in a federal prison. I just need to know Spam. what that food
2: stuff. <laughs> 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 <Yes>.
1: <laughs> no one wants canned <laughs> spice meat given to them, do they, in a prison. You mean the famous spammel?
0: Yes, spammel. And what does spammel stand for? Separated <laughs> meat meat Oh no. no separated Sp- pork, pork and meat, meat. likely. Who knew? Spammel. Spammel.
1: It's like meat. For dyslexics, isn't it? Yes. Kinda. I went to an acid house party once in the 90s and took an F. There you go. There was a man in the corner injecting a heron. Oh, God. This no. is what happens if you go to dyslexic acid house parties. You're saying you're in prison in Wisconsin. Yes. You're not allowed to have any spam. Yes. Things are tough, aren't they? How yes. could it be any worse?
0: Yeah. What are you
1: going it. with, Michelle? Pork. You're going with pork as well. It is, in fact, butter substitutes are banned.
0: They ha- oh. They get real
1: in federal prisons in Wisconsin. I just want a moment to consider a joke that would get us removed from the air. So let's no. all let's all think no. it. No, no, or we're just thinking it. That's all. No. Let's just have a couple of mm-hmm. moments where we think of that joke. Ready? Continue. I think you agree that was very funny, and I'll take five points for being hilariously funny. And we're still on air, which is a bonus. I am now on five.
0: It was his birthday, so you have to give it to him. I had an
1: auntie called Marge. I covered her in butter, and she went downhill fast after that.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: Marge.
1: I can't believe she's not better. (laughs) (laughs) I love this show. Why? But that was then. And this is now. We now come to our favorite part of the show. Yay! This is the mailbag. These are your messages of support, your letters, your emails throughout the course of the week. If you write to us, we will read them out. We appreciate every single one. Mm-hmm. Christy in Minnesota posted, I love the last show last night. I laughed so hard when one minute you asked, why am I here? And not even two minutes later, you exclaimed, I love this show. (laughs) This makes me so happy. (laughs) (sighs) Wow. You too can listen to us. We are on at 8 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. You can catch us every Friday for all the fun and the shenanigans. Why not share that and tell all your friends what you're listening to? We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. And in fact, I've got the top 10 of countries that listen to us. Oh,
2: Yeah, they're great. I like it.
1: Last week, number one, as you would expect, the good old U.S. of Amoeba is number one. Second is the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Number
1: three, we have Canada. Yeah, Canadia Number four, South Africa. We're covering every wow. continent, oh. aren't we? Last week, coming in at number five, Bearing in mind there's 200 so countries in the world, some of them very large, some of them very small, we have the Channel Island that is Guernsey. Oh,
0: thanks, Guernsey! I love it! There
1: must be cows listening to us in Guernsey, Guernsey cows. It must have a population of three. They've listened to the show over and over again, apparently. The whole of the Channel Islands must be listening To our show, because that's beaten Australia this week. Come on, Australia, what's wrong with you people? Tanya. Unbelievable. (laughs) Coming in at number six or seven, I've lost track a long time ago, is Singapore. We're getting around, aren't we? Germany is at number eight. Yeah. Number nine, not to be outdone by Guernsey is jersey
0: <laughs> the island
1: that's next door to guernsey
0: oh we're big there the yeah. channel
1: you can see the coast of france from jersey i have been there jersey was the only part of the british united kingdom isles that were invaded by the germans during the second world war they had a base there and they took over jersey and we're very mean to the people of jersey and at number 10 we have portugal so thank you portugal what a bizarre and strange collection of countries we have listening to us this is just a joy and they change week in and week out don't they makes me very happy this is great i don't know where holland went it's your accents putting them off i think kevin in mankado posted another great show drive safe if you're coming home from the studio so thank you Kevin a good friend in Mankato the snow was mad last week was it not oh
0: god
1: we are well well past the middle of April last weekend 18 inches of snow in 24 hours and we're in the middle of April why am I here
0: Why am I here? Why am I here? (laughs) Me too.
1: You've lived here all your lives, ladies. Have you ever seen so much snow come down in such a short period of time?
0: No, I don't like it.
1: There were drifts so high that people were walking out of their second story windows and sliding down the drifts.
2: I drove my own truck into my own ditch.
1: Nice.
0: (laughs) That was after our show. (laughs) I understand.
1: I can't believe the amount of alcohol you two put away. (laughs) Remarkable. Jerry in Michigan, who's a regular listener, said,
0: Hi, Hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry.
1: Looking forward to tonight's show. I love you. Thanks for all of the laughs. Nathan needs 25 points for comic relief and he can get the $33,000 Yay!
0: Uh, No. (laughs)
1: Sherry posted. This is dry sack Sherry, apparently. (laughs) That's what she was called at college. Mm. Sherry posted, always enjoy listening to the wacky paranormal world of MQTA. Yay.
2: Thank you.
1: PJ said last night, I stayed up late playing poker with my tarot cards. I got a full house and four people died. (laughs) (laughs) If you love the show, you can be a Patreon member. If you go to patreon.com, you can donate a single dollar to the show. Martin, our good friend
2: Um, in New York,
1: is one of our biggest patrons. This show's free. It'll always be free. We enjoy what we do. We have lots of fun, lots of laughs. We have been doing this now for five years. And we have overheads, of course. We have to pay for studio time. We have to pay for all of the platforms I'm about to list so you can access our show. Many people are donating a single dollar to the show. So if you wish to donate, patreon.com, MQTA Radio, and you do get things for your dollar. You get to listen to the show first after it's aired on the Dark Matter Digital Network at 8 p.m. Yeah. And you get to talk to the... Dead. Dead? <laughs> That's got to be worth a dollar of anyone's money. I'd like to think so. Are you there, Uncle Arthur? <laughs> One ring for... Yes. Apparently he's here with us today. Yes. Taking your points away, mate. Mm-hmm. But if you wish to be a Patreon, we would appreciate that. We do this show for free. We do it for the love of the show. And uh, if you laugh, if we make you smile, if you leave the show with more than you arrive with, you've left today... Knowing that it's illegal to serve apple pie in Wisconsin without cheese, that's got to be worth a dollar of anyone's money, is it not? Yes. You can listen to the show anytime you wish for free. If you go to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio, every show of the last five years is there. You can listen to them back to back if you've got a long car journey. If you're cutting the grass anywhere outside of the Midwest at the moment. If you're on holiday, if you're on vacation, if you're in your workshop, if you're walking the dog, if you're on the bus, if you're in the gym and on the treadmill, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. And if you like what we do, why not press the little orange love heart just to show a sign of your appreciation. And why not cut and paste those links onto your social media sites and spread the word. And don't forget, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round. That we call not for your mother. It's a round that we can't read out on air. We can't bring this up. It's the stories from around the world that are laden in innuendo. They are nothing but filth. It's disgusting. My mother's Mm. very unhappy with me. I've been written out of the wheel. Very Mm. unhappy. So you can listen to an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth that we can't read out on the Mm -hmm. show. Where people get things stuck. People make all kinds of weird discoveries. Things get split and damaged.
0: Yeah. And that's just Adrian. And yeah. that's
1: just me on a Friday night after the show. <laughs> and what a weekend that was. Wow. We're also available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and other platforms I've never even heard of. So if you can't find us, you've only got yourself to blame. All of tonight's stories, all of your messages of support, why not write to me? Tell us how much you love listening to the show. Why not tell us where you're listening to the show? I'd love to read out where you're from. If you're from Guernsey or Jersey or Portugal, you can let me know we have 6100 listeners on there all of the stories all of the banter all of the cartoons all of the jokes all of the family that is mqta is on there you will have fun if you join our facebook site and you'll see us on there as well you can chat with us we get a lot of fans talking to us individually i'm sure during the course of the week michelle and heather you have lots of people writing to you and we have lots of fun with that as well
0: i have no friends
1: you have no friends i'm
0: your friend oh just michelle (laughs)
1: Wow. wow. Oh, just yeah, Michelle. <laughs> you two have really not f- got on well in the last couple of weeks, have we? We have a Twitter account. You can go to Adrian
2: <laughs> underscore
1: Lee. You see what happens? They have a couple of drinks and they get violent. There's a bar in the town we recorded this in that we lovingly called the Knife and Gun Club. Yes. <laughs> that isn't the name of it, but I've only been in there once. There was a full-on fight fist fight between two girls on the dance floor yeah it was
0: jerry springer
1: it was a little bit like that wasn't it i never went in there again i was a little bit scared to be honest
0: it's the chubby chicken
1: yes it's the chubby chicken (laughs) this is true if you wish to join us on twitter and avoid a barroom fight with lots of women you can join me on there it's adrian underscore lee underscore tips that's t-i-p-s we have a hundred thousand listeners on there so thank you for that and of course my book How to be a Christian Psychic. What the Bible says about mediums, healers and paranormal investigators is available in all good bookshops and on Amazon. And I have read out some free chapters on YouTube as well. So if you look for that, How to be a Christian Psychic, Adrian Lee, you will find that on there as well. And I've had many, many wondrous and fantastic reviews of that book as well. Firstly, I want to say how sad it is for all of us at mqta to see the passing of art bell this week he gave us a chance many many years ago on the dark matter digital network so we send our prayers and healing to his family and friends also i want to say many thanks to everyone who sent me birthday wishes this week far too many to thank individually although i did try my best this was on tuesday of course. I had so much fun. I'll have to have another one next year. Ooh. Leslie, our listener in Iowa, very yes. kind. Hi, Leslie. She sent me a t-shirt. I'm currently wearing it.
2: I love it. It's the best.
1: On the front, it's proudly written in big white letters on a black background. Why? am I
0: here? <laughs> yeah, we wonder that every day.
1: It's awesome. It's, we need, it's awesome. We need to be printing these t-shirts <laughs> yes, we do. and selling them. Who doesn't want a t-shirt written on the front, why am I here? I want one. I also want a t-shirt that says we don't do orbs. I want that happening.
0: I want one that says who cares.
1: Who cares? Who cares? Can you imagine every function you go to with your family, every holiday? If you're sat there at Thanksgiving dinner table with a T-shirt that says, why am I here? (laughs) Or who cares? Fantastic. I understand that. Either works. It could be reversible. We can have one on the back and one on the front. Pictures have been taken. We proudly wore the T-shirt. We've got lots of party gifts here. We had silly hats, chocolates, and all manner of wondrous things for my birthday. So we will post those on our Facebook site. And you can see the fun and frivolity that takes place we've got lots of nice toys lots of hats and i don't know what you call them over here the blowy things
0: blowy horny
1: blowy horny because <laughs> it's me birthday yes it's me birthday <laughs> fantastic age of course is just the number of years the world has been enjoying me
0: Oh, oh God.
1: and you can enjoy more of me because we've just posted two serialisations on YouTube. Yeah. If you love steampunk, if you love comedy, if you love Sherlock Holmes' Victorian detective stories, then you need to visit the MQTA YouTube site. You need to search for Victorian detective and Adrian Lee. And you will have a lot of fun on there. There's two posted, so look for the two of them. I've done a couple of serialisations. If you want to go to bed with me reading an audiobook I've written about a Victorian steampunk detective that's comedic. You know what we do on the show. It's a little bit zany, surreal, a little bit mad. And while you're on there, why not give me a nice thumbs up on YouTube and show how much you appreciated listening to those. I will add, we have a regular listener. His name's Johnny. He's posted. I'll tell you, Adrian, your reading voice is amongst the likes of James L. Jones and Sean Connery there we go I think Johnny thinks that my reading voice is the voice I'm using when I'm acting pretending to be a Victorian detective in those steampunk serializations because he kind of talks a little bit like this and it's a bit kind of Victorian my madam I admire your assiduity (laughs) that's not my reading voice that's me acting as a Victorian but I'll take the compliment it's all good so I sound like a big black man from the south of this country. And Sean Connery is Scottish. So yeah. what more can you want in life? We have everything there, don't we?
2: Mm-hmm. We move
1: in to the first round. That is ghosts and hauntings. And remember, we don't do orbs. Michelle's on two. I'm on five. And Morris is yet to score. Chris Pratt posts creepy video of a ghost rocking the light in his haunted New York hotel room. Jurassic World Star was spooked out by a swaying lamp and jumped to the conclusion of a ghost rather than investigating heavy-footed neighbors. The video shows a lamp moving ever so slightly but Chris claimed to be tripping as he asked fans is the lamp moving or am I hallucinating it's moving right? While we're no experts on supernatural activity, Chris might want to either turn off the air conditioning system in the room, or ask his neighbours above to tread lightly. He captioned the spooky video. So, I think I'm staying in a haunted hotel room, super cool. I think the lamp is moving, but also, I think maybe I'm just tripping. The clip attracted the attention of some of the star's famous pals, who rushed to offer advice to the Avengers actor. Dwayne Johnson revealed that he too has stayed in the haunted New York hotel and sent shivers down spines after joking that fans now will receive a spooky visitation too. The actor, better known by a stage name, The Rocked, commented, Yeah, dude, I know exactly where you're at. I would get out now. There's documented evil spirits there and unfortunately, the ghosts will demonize you. And all your followers now, every time you close your eyes in the shower. Chris Jurassic World co-star Bryce Dallas Howard offered a more realistic explanation to the spooking. She put, my hunch, the upstairs neighbours are walking on the floor above, buddy. And it's very possible those upstairs neighbours are ghosts. One fan commented on the clip, maybe it's the air in the room. Haunted light or a crock of supernatural shenanigans, you decide. Go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see Chris Pratt's video of the haunted lights swinging in a ghostly room in New York. Miss Morris, what do you have for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings?
0: Well, as many of you know, uh, the former Coast to Coast AM host, has reportedly died on Friday at his home in Pahrump, Nevada, which was Art Bell. Born in 1945, Bell developed an interest in radio from a young age and became a fully licensed amateur radio operator at just 13. Wow. So I don't know if he knew that. He served as a medic during the Vietnam War and operated a private radio station, or I should say, a pirate radio station a private
1: pirate radio station
0: in amarillo air force base during his spare time so he was all about the radio from a very young age
1: good morning vietnam
0: after leaving the military he moved to the japanese island of okinawa where he worked as a dj at ksbk a non-military english speaking station and during this time, he earned a Guinness World Record and raised money to help Vietnamese orphans by staying on air for 116 hours and 15 minutes. Oh my wow. God!
1: That would just be about enough time for me to finish talking.
0: Wow! That, without taking a breath after returning.
1: Wow! <laughs> is it me or is there like a bit punchy in here tonight? Do you know what I'm saying? A little no, bit feisty.
0: After returning to the United States, he studied engineering at the University of Maryland for a time before dropping out and returning back to radio. He's always had a love for radio. In 1978, he started a new political call-in show known as West Coast AM. And then in 1988, he and Alan Corberth rebranded the show as Coast to Coast AM. And the rest is, as we say, history. The show itself focused on numerous alternative topics, including paranormal UFOs, conspiracy theories, psychic readings, cryptozoology, psychic readings, again, and many more. Lots of psychic Mm -hmm. readings. Over the years, Bell talked to numerous conversational and controversial guests, including alleged Area 51 worker Bob Lazar, conspiracy theorist David, is it Ike or Ick?
1: David Icke.
0: Okay. <laughs> he used to be a soccer
1: goalkeeper for Coventry City. Really? Mm-hmm. And then he was a uh, presenter on a sports channel, and then he said he was the son of God. So, an actual progression from soccer goalkeeper, sports, presenter, to the son of God.
0: Yes. Well, he actually also talked to the UFO abductee, Stan Romanek. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's correct. Uh, he semi retired from Coast to Coast AM in 2003. However, he continued to host the show on weekends. For four years and then later returned to guest hosts on numerous occasions after that he returned to radio in 2015 with a new show midnight in the desert but stepped down after only a few months citing concerns about his family's safety now midnight in the desert was on dark matter digital network Yes. Which, which is the one that gave us the shot. I got the
1: impression that he was intrinsic in making Dark Matter happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. He had the big ad on, uh, was it Times Square?
1: Well, we got asked to be on the Dark Matter digital network. Okay. And at exactly the same time, Art Bell arrived. And there's the radio station being advertised in Times Square on one of the huge electronic billboards. And I'm thinking, that's the station I'm about to do a show <laughs> that's on. That's right,
0: that's right. Well, unfortunately, Art died at his home on Friday, April 13th. Nice.
1: I guess he'll get all the answers he's looking for yes. now.
0: Yes, I know. A lot of people think that it's another conspiracy, that he didn't actually die because yeah. it was Friday the 13th. But
1: Someone's got to die on Friday the 13th. Things yeah. happen on Friday the 13th. I think, out of respect, the bell on this show is going to be called out from now on. Oh,
0: nice. nice. I know, right? Like Very nice. He's now got
1: a bell dedicated to him
0: did you just do that now
1: yes you heard it right (laughs) i don't know what you're reading out i have no idea what stories you have
2: Stop.
1: i shall give you (laughs) points you now have a resplendent two ghost news night on horseback seen at the site of a royal murder spotted by a drone thomas arnold 41 tom arnold did you get that thomas arnold 41 i met him Uh uh-huh you was at a strip bar weren't you
0: Yeah, I was working there.
1: Of course you were. No, I know this to be true. (laughs)
0: No, it is true. I know. know. We're not making it it up. It is true. I wasn't actually working there, but I was working there.
1: She was two bouncers at a strip club.
0: Uh, (laughs) Stop it. Uh, But yeah, I did meet him. He was actually very nice.
1: There. He was flying his drone. This is a different Tom Arnold, I might add. It is. He was flying his drone over the 11th century Berkeley Castle in Gloucestershire. He mysteriously lost contact with the machine as it flew close to the medieval castle's battlements. When he watched the footage back at home, he was shocked to see a bizarre apparition moving across the courtyard. He said, when I saw it, I said, oh my God, what's that? I started zooming and rewinding and there was definitely something there. Thomas from Dursley, Gloucestershire believes he has captured the ghost of a knight on horseback riding across the deserted castle. He went on, the drone lost contact with the control, which was with me. I pressed the return to home key, but it wasn't until I got home that we noticed what I would describe as an apparition going through the courtyard. Thomas had only bought the drone two days earlier when he took it for a flight over the castle on Thursday. He said that there was no doubt in his mind that the white shape was a ghost. At first he thought it might be smoke, but checking the footage, he saw that none of the castle's chimneys were producing smoke and the wind was blowing in the opposite direction. Originally built in the 11th century, the Grade 1 listed building was the site of a grisly murder in 1327. Probably one of the worst murders in the history of the royal family, actually. King Edward II, the King of England, is believed by historians to have been murdered at the castle after being imprisoned there and forced to... To give up his crown. Now, you can't just kill a king. This is the problem. So, they have to show the body. So, if you kill a king, you have to show the body to say that no foul play. You can't just like sell a tape, glue, and staple the head back on, and the head's green and the body's a different colour is blue. You have to show the body. And on the back of the fact that they thought King Edward II was, in fact, a homosexual because he enjoyed spending more time with his courtiers than he did with ladies of the opposite sex, they put a red-hot spitting iron, a poker, in a place that you do not want a poker to go until he died. It's probably one of the worst deaths in the history of Britain. Thomas says that he's always believed in ghosts. Ghost at Barclay Castle or the guy is a complete faker. You decide. Go to our Facebook Terrible. site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee and you can see the footage of the ghostly white knight making its way across the courtyard Of Barclay Castle Michelle, what have you got for me tonight In the round of Ghosts and Hauntings?
2: A mum got the fright of her life When her three-year-old daughter Peered into the bathroom sink and said Hi Georgie
1: That's what you want to hear every little girl say In the bathroom, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Twitter user Bree Claims the toddler was staring Down the plug hole when she Muttered the phrase used by the terrifying Clown in Stephen King's Book and film it, In the film, Georgie is a little boy who gets lured into a sewer by the terrifying Pennywise the clown and, spoiler alert, then eats the lad. <sighs> mm.
1: Nice. Does this taste funny? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bree of Ohio, United States, posted about the chilling moment online. She tweeted, My three-year-old just scared the blank out of me when she looked down our bathroom sink and goes, Hi, Georgie. Keep in mind, she's never seen a scary movie in her life, let alone it. The mum of two finally plucked up the courage to look down the drain and breathed a sigh of relief when she came face to face with the culprit. Peppa the pig's little brother, George. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. (laughs) There you go. She then posted a photograph of the toy pig and wrote, Against my better judgment, I looked down the drain and it's Peppa the pig's little brother, George.
1: Lucky they found that, because that's going to block the drains up, oh, ultimately, definitely. isn't it? definitely.
2: One person commented that Bree's experience was precious and terrifying, and the mum replied that it's a perfect summary for having children.
1: Lovely. Georgie, Porgy Puddin' and Pie kissed the girls and made them cry. When the boys came out to play, he kissed them too. He's funny that way. Speaking to a clown or don't bring me down, Bruce. I will give (laughs) Michelle two hefty points. She is now on a remarkable four. I've got one last story to read out in the round of ghosts and hauntings. Katie Price has shared a new video of what she believes is a ghost haunting her home.
0: Who cares?
1: This is like the fifth one this month.
0: I don't care.
1: Anyone would think she's looking for publicity.
0: She's got to be looking for something because I can't look at her.
1: The reality star who thinks her home is haunted asked her fans if they could also see the apparition as she posted the chilling clip of the ghost walking through the mirror. Was it Alice coming home, I asked myself? In the video, which is taken in the dark, there appears to be a flash. Ah, savior of the universe. Oh, Katie wrote, just woke up, my head is going nuts, thinking, wow. No, it's
0: not. (laughs) She's had to take a sit
1: down.
2: First time for everything.
1: But I thought I'd put this clip up. I took it the other night, yet again, capturing ghosts in the hallway mirror. And then you see a ghost walk through the mirror. Give me your views. Her fans seem to think they could also see something with one person telling her, I definitely saw someone walk in the video towards the end. It was so clear. While another commented, fascinating. Can definitely see a person with their hand gesturing things and reaching out. Not quite like that, Michelle. This is why we can't have cameras in the studio. You should get most haunted round your house to investigate. And someone else wrote, that's really creepy. I see little figures that look like ghost children. Alice, through the looking glass or the woman, is an assumption-making publicity junkie. You decide. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers, with Adrian Lee. As we come to the end of the round, that was Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's on four. I am in a runaway, almost unassailable lead on nine. And Miss Morris has scored two. We enter the round that is UFOs. (laughs) You didn't have a good first round, Morris, so there's no good shaking your head and throwing me a stink eye.
0: Well, if you do another Katie Price story, I will kill you. I think we'd all want
1: to see that, wouldn't we?
0: I'll tape it.
1: Nice. Snuff video. Yeah. I'll see what comes. We could just do a show with Katie Price stuff if you want to. No, we
0: can't. Again, what is she supposed to be, an actress or something? She
1: started out being a glamour model, so she spent the first 10 years of her adult life with a... Thrupney bits out on display for everyone to look at in various glamour magazines. So she did modelling, calendars. She had her knockers, but I thought she was quite a good looking woman. And then obviously, when you get to a certain age, it's no longer advisable to have everything out on display. So she wrote a couple of books. She's got a few shows. She's uh, been on...
0: Struggling to be relevant. She's
1: on Loose Women, which is our equivalent of The View, So she is someone who's famous for almost being famous. She uh, married a soccer player, and she's been through three or four different husbands. Peter Andre, if you remember Peter Andre, she was married to him for a while. What do they
0: call those people that are married to soccer players? They are wags. Wags. She's a wag.
1: She was a wag. She's not married to one anymore. She's she's been married to cage fighters. (laughs) Wow. Let's hope she's listening, shall we? Because she's going to sue you and she's got a lot of money. Look at you.
0: You're getting offended because you thought you had a shot. Oh, she's so pretty. Look at you. Your nostrils are (laughs) flaring. I
1: have to say.
0: (laughs) Hi, Katie. Hello, Katie.
1: Why, Mm. that looks swollen. Her her model name was Jordan. She was known as Jordan. She was Jordan? She's Jordan. Did you not know that? No. She's Jordan, yeah. You know
2: who she is now.
1: You've got it. See? I've just wasted five minutes of my life explaining such And she's still a wag. We now enter the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and (sighs) large-chested women. Huge seven-foot beast described as half-human, half-animal was caught on camera after savaging two dogs. Where were you this week, Nathan? Have you got alibis? The beast is... Quick, throw him a bone. The beast is reported to have been spotted proud in the streets of Santa Fe, Argentina. The photo was taken after it was said to have butchered a German shepherd dog and a pit bull. Go big or go home, right? Some locals... I wouldn't want to meet any animal that savaged a German shepherd and a pit bull.
0: Alsatian.
1: Oh, Yes. German Shepherd, Alsatian. You say potato, I say potato. You say yeah. tomato, I say tomato. You
0: say potato, I say pineapple. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off.
1: Some locals liken the creature to a camel because of its long neck and small head. But apparently uh-huh. that turned out to be Nami Campbell. It was wow. uploaded to the YouTube channel UFOmania and has now been viewed more than 30,000 times. One person commentated... I saw one of these things in 2005. It was a crossing at a bridge when we came upon it. I thought the grass was looking better on the other side of the bridge, so I tried going across. Oh, no, that's Billy Goat's muff. It blew my mind because it looked at us and turned and began moving, just like a kangaroo would. So it's savage, two huge dogs. It's seven foot tall. They think it's half man, half animal. It's got the head and neck of a kangaroo, but it moves around like a camel. Have I got that right or the wrong no. way round? The other way round. it said it cleared a concrete bridge quite easily and dropped at least 15 to 20 feet. Another added here in the Philippines, it's called an Aswang. Wow! You're an Aswang. A man that transforms into a monster dog.
0: Oh, I call you that every week.
1: I'm not an Aswang. Ass-wang.
2: <laughs> Aswang.
1: Aswang.
2: Numberwang.
1: It's a demon. It can even shift into a cat or big bird. That explains a lot of Sesame Street, doesn't it? But one user insists it's a chupacabra, a vampire-like creature with strong roots in Latin... folklore. yes, cup of coffee... In Spanish, of course. I'll have one chipper cobra, please. Camel with a small head, or I don't believe a single word he said. Go to our Facebook site on more questions and answers with Adrian. If you're playing the bell, bunk, and snort drinking game, hurrah! You can now have a shot if you're in Jersey, Guernsey, Portugal, Japan, or anywhere else. In the world, you can see the video of that seven-foot human dog. He looks like a Great Dane that's been shaved. What a boring Sunday afternoon that was. I'm not doing that again. Miss Morris, what have you got for me in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
0: Ooh, public service announcement, and you can help. It's Crime Stoppers. Oh, Crime Stoppers. A popular mermaid performer is asking for help because someone has stolen her tail. Those bastards.
1: Unbelievable.
0: I know. She performs under the name Mermaid Cariel. I know, right? It's terrible. But after an overnight home invasion, she's missing a crucial part of her costume, her mermaid tail. The custom work of art she values at nearly $11,000.
1: Her tail's worth more than my car.
0: Yes, it is. That's very true. She uses a tail in a kid-friendly performance at Hawaii hotels where she teaches youngsters about ocean safety, water conservation, and most importantly, self-confidence, especially if you have a tail. There's been thousands of kids that have enjoyed this. What I give to them is my character. And today I woke up and I scramble and figure out how I was going to see those kids today as I was missing my tail. She lost her tail. Do you believe these things?
1: She just left it on the bus and someone else took it. How'd what? you lose a towel? Where did you put it?
0: No, she had it in her house and somebody someone came into it. her house and the only thing the they s- only. the only thing they stole. What about her was seashell? Her, her
1: seashell bra was left, was nope, it? Nope,
0: that was left. I think it was
2: a rival gang of mermaids.
1: Are you telling me there's a delinquent gang of mermaids?
0: (laughs) 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 It was the pink ladies.
1: Nice. Delinquent (laughs) gangs of merwomen, mermaids roaming the streets. Give me your money and no one gets hurt.
0: Well, these tales, there's so much money to buy and take so long to make that it's almost like borrowing someone's wedding dress. I want my little mermaid wedding dress back. So she's crying, blah, blah, blah. Nice, wow. Blah, blah, blah. Welcome to the
1: autistic Heather Morris with Asperger's syndrome. (laughs)
0: Lack
1: of empathy there, madam.
0: Blue and sparkly, the tail is over 10,000 hand-sewn sequins. The fins were made from custom silicone moulds and hand-painted Carriel has contacted the police but hopes whoever took it will return it this tale really embodies my dream and it's part of my character and it's how i entertain kids i would love to know it's not totally destroyed and in the trash and that there's hope of getting it back i don't think so someone's ate it sorry carrielle yeah tartar
1: sauce with that and a nice beetroot beyond the pale or i smell a fishy towel what have you got for me tonight michelle in the round of ufos and cryptozoology
2: a video posted on youtube showed a strange and mysterious creature roaming around appearing to be no larger than an inch in length it slides up and down the surface and appears to be using its nose to navigate itself. There's
1: some weird and wonderful things out there. It's like the island of Dr. Maru. Has there been some sort of leak at a nuclear power plant I hadn't previously been aware of?
2: It's a sea cucumber.
1: Sea cucumber.
2: Fukushima.
1: No, it's true. I believe every word.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Its brown body looks scaly and is covered in fluff.
1: I use the word Fukushima now whenever I tread on a Lego brick. Mm -hmm. I tread on a Lego brick and I go, Fukushima! (laughs) Honestly, there's nothing more painful, is there?
2: (laughs) Not much.
1: When I looked at the thunderstorms and the snow that was coming down, I thought God had trod on a Lego brick. Honest to God. Yes. There we are.
2: But the video cuts out before we can get a better look at the phenomenon. The minute-long clip was shared on April 7th with the title Strange Creature with Weird Scales. It is unclear where or when the video was captured, but it's not the first of its kind. Before that, we had a creepy alien skeleton, which is rather vague. But my favourite, and even more bizarrely, one man claimed that there is a herd of animals roaming around on Mars.
1: You do. it. We had a lot of stories, didn't we, about Mars. We ended up not reading them out in the end. After about the 30th Mars story, it got a bit like Katie Price, didn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's not, you know, you've read one, you've read them all. There was artificial limbs, a sofa, a statue, Buddha, a space crab. A woodchuck. There was a roller skate. Everything was up on Mars. When we get there, it's just going to be a lot of garbage, is what I think is going to mm-hmm. happen. That brings to an end the round that was UFOs and cryptozoology. Michelle's on six. I've managed a double integer of 11. And Heather's on four. We literally have minutes left, so we're going to sprint quickly into the round that is the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world this week that are too good not to read out but don't fit easily into any other category heather what have you got for me tonight in the round of S and B?
0: okay so i have a story that might be close to your heart or kind of close to your heart is Mr. it to do Weep? with tea no chocolate no fish and chips toast
1: the queen i do like a bit of toast you
0: I... love toast you always have me bring over loaves of bread yes you're out of bread and five
1: fishies What could possibly go wrong?
0: What did you have with your fish? Beets. Beets.
1: Beets and fish.
0: Mm. Mmm, nice. Well, sometimes when you go out for dinner, you just want some nice home comforts, don't you, Mr. Lee? Yes. I thought so. You're not in the mood for fancy treats or weird and wonderful taste. You're just craving something simple and yummy.
1: Yes, a baked potato, a tin of baked beans, and some Spam.
0: So when one man ordered some Vegemite on toast from a restaurant, he was just hoping for a nice and normal snack. But when the waiter arrived with his meal, it's fair to say Holden Oliver couldn't believe what was on his plate. He posted a photo of a meal with a caption, Gourmet Vegemite on toast. This is just ridiculous. Tasty. Tea stand. But ridiculous. Instead of coming ready to eat, he was served two slices of toast with a large curl of butter, which sounds all right. You so know, already fancy. we know he's not
1: in prison in Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. Well, no, they're not given oh, fake butter. No.
1: None of that fake butter. You wouldn't yes. want that in a prison.
0: And then he was giving a generous portion of Vegemite brushed across a wooden chopped board in a fancy display. So it kind of kind of looks like kind of a fecal smear. Kind of. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I think they actually call it a smear. If do you they go really? To, yeah, if you go to a posh restaurant <laughs> and they do like pea puree or something it's called a smear. It oh, that's is. a
0: terrible word. I don't like it.
1: Is it, is it in the same category as like moist
0: no is it as as bad as gusset tipple
1: globules
0: i hate it stop it
1: Globulus.
0: i hate the word snack
1: (laughs) great anything else while we're here
0: well, the inter- it's the Tourette's
1: Twins. Uh, yeah.
0: The interesting meal was served up at Cora Expresso in Australia, and it wasn't cheap, with a price tag of $7 Aussie. So that's what you get to pay for two pieces of toast and a dab of butter and a smear.
1: <laughs> that teaches him to go to a posh restaurant and yeah. ask for, for Vegemite. Vegemite, on to- and yeah. Vegemite is like a vegetable extract. It's it's very thick and gloopy and dark and strong.
0: Well, it said the Vegemite smear looks awful, but the real sin is that there is a degree of urgency to the butter. Urgency? Yeah, that has to be added to the toast before it gets cold. Just silly.
1: What's wrong with these people?
0: What's wrong? There's something wrong. Madness. Well... Vegemite, in case people don't know, and I think you were alluding to this, is the black spread made from leftover yeast extract. And By it's the way, don't type in black world. spread on a Google search. Don't I know. lost two hours of my life. Don't do and it. leftover yeast extract. Oh, d- oh! <laughs> oh God!
1: Yeah, don't type that in either. <laughs> you you can't unsee that stuff. <laughs>
0: No, you can't ever
2: see it. Oh, haunt your dreams. I'm
1: doing a lot of research on the moment on quantum physics and UFOs for my next book, and I made the mistake of typing in massive black holes, and I can't see that again. Uh, I can't. I lost hours of my life.
0: Well, this uh, Vegemite is served across the Australian area and as well as in the uk but i think you call it marmite it's don't a yeast you?
1: extract called marmite yeah. that is true it's thick and gloopy it's like imagine getting a spoonful of gravy granules and just eating them raw it's a really strong pungent pungent yes. bitter Salty. savory very savory flavor do you know these different parts of the tongue that that's register not really different... savory it is you, you put gave it on...
0: me a taste of it once it was disgusting
1: you pulled a very odd face this is true i think you have to grow up with it
0: Yeah, it's an
1: acquired taste. Oh, A generous portion with a smear of butter or get your mind out of the gutter. You decide, go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee. We now move into the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you have been very tech savvy and you have found us on one of our platforms. Why don't you cut and paste the link? to whatever you're listening to at the moment, whether you're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and put it on your social media. Tell the whole wide world that you're listening to the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. If your mother's of a nervous disposition, if she's in the room snoring away to classic 1960s rock and roll hits... If you've got small children in the room that are looking down plug holes and shouting out the name Georgie, they need to go to bed with cookies and milk. And I'm sure Michael Jackson will read them a nice story. We now enter innuendo, naughtiness.
2: Naughty.
1: Dirty. 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 Filthy. It's filthy. You have been warned. A naked man with a sex toy stuck up his bottom, asks for help at a gas station. (laughs) Help! (laughs) Ask help What could possibly... (laughs) be better as an MQT headline. Has it ever been better than that? I ask you, a naked man has been filmed walking across a gas station for court to ask for help. I touched a nerve. Is he having flashbacks? Are you having post-traumatic stress disorder? After he got a sex toy stuck up his bottom. We've all been there, haven't we? I mean, we've all been to this place. The unnamed man went towards an ambulance at the gas station to seek help from the crew. That was handy in the first place. It's not known how the sex toy became lodged inside him, but the paramedics were quick to offer help. The incident was filmed in the Savadra neighborhood in Buenos Aires in Argentina, Mm -hmm. where a huge seven-foot camel-necked shaven dog was also there killing other beasts. Other footage shows him pacing up and down in front of police officers shouting and slapping his legs in apparent discomfort. (laughs) Help! 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 One of the officers attempted to speak to the man, but the naked citizen walks away (gasps) shouting, Call the doctor! Reports suggest the man was taken away from the scene in an ambulance, (laughs) with the alleged sex toy inside his anus removed. (laughs) The ambulance was part of the system of emergency medical attention of Buenos Aires And was reportedly called by workers of the gas station You can see video footage If you go to YouTube of a distressed naked Argentinian man Wandering around a gas station With many things inside him Silly gas station toy Or he was just a very lonely boy You decide for yourself Miss Corrie, what have you got for me tonight in the round that we call, not for your mother?
2: The world's first self-erecting bionic penis (laughs) 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 goes on sale in the UK for 130 pounds.
1: Faster, stronger, Mm -hmm. quicker. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
2: The sex toy has a motor in the tip and ten different settings ranging from intense to off the chart.
1: (laughs) Someone's drinking the juice. Look at the way the light bulbs are dimming.
2: (laughs) It uses a tech called auto erect that was inspired by... Chinese snake toys that can stand up to attention. (laughs) (laughs) Give me one of them there, Chinese snake toys. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Uh, That can stand to attention or flop like a flaccid penis.
1: That's got to be worth £130.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's about $180 worth of bionic willy right there.
2: Mm. When switched off, the dildo curls up, allowing you to pack it away.
1: What if oh, you switch it off while the Argentinian man's got it up his bottom?
2: <laughs> Is
1: that like one of those little beetles?
2: A beetle? Yeah. A dung beetle. No, oh, a scarab. I'm thinking of an armadillo. No.
1: An armadildo? No, beetles that curl up. Curly, yeah, woodlice. A woodlouse. A pill woodlouse, I'd call yeah. that. You yeah. touch it and it curls up and you flick it. It
2: curls right up.
1: Can I flick yours? No, you can't flick anything.
2: <laughs> mm. Please.
1: Nothing's being flicked. Oh. I can't believe I've got to make up these rules for the studio. No random flicking. Sometimes the merest flick just on the end is more painful than a full shot to the pills, isn't it? Just catching the end. Can just we test just it? the smallest. How we
2: know that?
1: <sighs> Why am I here? <laughs>
2: And switching it on mm. is as easy as pressing a button.
1: Like starting a chainsaw.
2: <sniffs> oh, this activates the rise and fall of the shaft, making it go from placid to fully erect in a matter of seconds. Wow. That, those that,
1: that. days are long gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you have any of those days? Oh yes,
1: I had my moments, but unfortunately they were all on my own.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: When it rises to the occasion, the sex toy is completely rigid and has a suction base. Oh, hey, thank you. So it can be attached to flat surfaces or fit into a harness.
1: Christ, a cradle? You better go to the spook shop and buy yourself a hammock, madam.
2: Hmm. The dildo comes in three colors, pink, black, and purple, and is
1: fully (laughs) waterproof. Pink, black. Where's the purple people living? I don't
0: think you can tell color.
1: You can't tell color? (laughs) No. Colorblind.
2: Mm. Love Honey is also throwing in a free lube worth £7.99 to sweeten the deal. Good. Mm-hmm. Lovely. One happy reviewer said of the device, as potentially intimidating as it appears,
1: like a thermos flask. Mm. I thought he was keeping his tea warm.
2: <laughs> once in use, this is suspended by great waves of pleasure and smiles all around. Another commented, "It's flaccid, but once you press a button, it makes itself hard, which is a great novelty."
1: said mrs cory of windham mm.
2: <laughs> it's a good size and feels right too very similar to a real penis the toy was built using patented technology by love honey the uk's leading online sex toy retailer this genuine genuinely is a world first and a big breakthrough in the global sex toy market the very first bionic vibrating dildo. Which mimics the way a man achieves an erection in real life, said Paul Jacques, quality and technical manager at Love Honey.
1: You wouldn't normally like quality control, would you? Every tenth one. Do you see what I'm saying? You've got Boing. a... yeah. you Yeah. Uh, there wouldn't be a great job, would it? Quality control at a sex toy factory.
2: No, I would not like that job.
1: Johnny <laughs> <laughs> Lee believed you for a minute. <laughs>
2: We have patented the brand new remote control auto erect technology powering the rise and fall of the uprise dildo shaft, which goes from flaccid <laughs> Yep, yeah, you're welcome to flaccid from flaccid to erect in a few seconds, just as a man does when he is aroused. We hope it will be used all over the world.
1: All over the world two, <laughs> two ELO references in the same show. Bionic Willie. Or don't be so silly. These stories are available for you tonight if you go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see everything in massive, swollen, throbbing Technicolor. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of NFM?
0: Oh, guess where I'm at. Uh
1: Uh-oh. You're in the Philippines.
0: No, I'm in Florida.
1: Yeah! yeah, yeah. It's the Sunshine State. Thank
0: you. Thank you. A Florida man arrested early Thursday on a drunk driving charge was in his underwear.
1: It was hot. It's been hot in Florida.
0: Behind the wheel. According to cops who noted that the suspect's drawers were imprinted with the word breathalyzer and the phrase blow here. His drawers, oh, gross. his knickers, his Which underwear. was near his genitals. Ick. <laughs> so he is driving around in his little truck with his little undies on that says blow here with Bresselizer. Breast- Breastalizer. <laughs> where
1: am I going to get one of them, dear breastalizers? I like the right. fact that it's so hot in Florida at the moment. People are driving around in their knickers, and we've just had 18 inches of snow.
0: Yeah, why are we here? I don't
1: understand why I I'm here. Know. I have no clue. Every day I'm thinking, why am I here?
0: I'm well, out. after spotting a Dodge pickup truck weaving on a Port St. Lucie, Lucy, whatever. Highway Why around, am I here? Around 3 a.m., a cop pulled the vehicle over outside a Best Western Hotel, always convenient, mm-hmm. according to the arrest affidavit. The driver, Daryl Lee Campbell, yes, was handcuffed due to his furtive actions and for officer safety. Campbell, 54, had been spotted throwing a black object from his truck, though the item was not recovered by police. Now my question would be, isn't that unsafe? What if it was a dildo? You could what have if someone's it was eye out. A purse. What if it was a baton? What if it was? What lubricant? if you were cycling,
1: minding your own business, using the cycle path, cycling along, minding your own business? Oh, straight in the choppers, you're off the road and into the ditch. I big fat mushroom stem. I'm just
0: a little afraid that. I mean, they didn't find it. They didn't look anymore, but they didn't find it. Some little kid's going to find a chocolate popsicle, and it's not going to be that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no.
1: Some, you know, more, more. not
2: a fudge pop.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: More than likely, some dog's going to come back to its owner with that in its choppers is what's going to take oh, place. God. Can I just add the fact that his name's Daryl, right? Yep. There's more people in prison called Daryl than any other name. Did you know oh, that? Bull. It's true. You can look this up 100%. 100%. Mm. They bull. say that if you call a child Daryl, it's going to end up in prison. Isn't
0: that your middle name?
1: My middle name's are dangerous. <laughs> 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 it's just not mine, man. It's not my bag. It's
0: uh, not mine, baby. Well, during questionings, Campbell claimed that he was en route to help a friend who had a flat tire. That is very philanthropic of him. Yes. Yes. He's a giver. Yes. Well, Campbell was also barefoot. And in his underwear. It's
1: Florida. Everyone's barefoot in He seemed underwear. a
0: bit jittery, I suppose, because he was anxious to go help his friend. Yes. And he was unsteady on his feet. He was very anxious, I'm he guessing. He wanted to get there. He lost his, his get orthopedic
1: there. shoes, that's why.
0: And he appeared under pressure and under the influence of some sort of stimulant, the affidavit notes. Huh. After Campbell declined to perform field sobriety tests, I don't know why. He was arrested on a DUI charge. Poor little bugger. An inventory of Campbell's ride, because they did have to search his truck, turned up that he had a penis ring in there. Yes, he He was going to ask someone to get
1: engaged with him.
0: In the Truck Center Council, as well as several condoms about the vehicle and binoculars sitting on a passenger seat. He's
1: been viewing the neighbors and uh, entertaining himself with onanism. And by the <laughs> way, Michelle, if you're doing actions, we're on the radio. No one can see him. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, I, appreci- yeah. I appreciate the, the, the efforts that you're doing there to put mime back into they modern culture. I was impressed. Are yeah. you
0: wearing your ring tonight? What do you think? <laughs>
1: I've had to use a hula hoop.
0: <laughs> wow, that's just so good. Fit around your head. <laughs>
1: I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> yep, that's to fit around my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if? Anyway, he was actually attempting to attract prostitutes in the area. And other lewd and lascivious behavior.
1: Pseudivist behavior. Yeah. Nice.
0: Though clad in novelty underwear, Campbell had his hair, it was all gelled and combed backwards because he was slick like this. That's going to help him when he's in prison. (laughs) Mm. Especially
1: with an absence of butter.
0: Oh, while Campbell's drawers were not further described by investigators, they were likely similar to silky boxers that you can find where it says breathalyzer and blow here. Bleah.
1: Police are looking into it.
0: Campbell's rap sheet includes two prior drunk driving convictions, police noted, and the court records show that he has been convicted of carrying a concealed weapon. <laughs> would you like to see my weapon (laughs) let's
1: pass today shall we
0: oh and also cocaine possession not as funny but that is blow isn't it that's right that is blow blow
1: dialogue for blow.
0: And resisting arrest, but that can probably be helped with his penis ring. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he's got quite a record going on there, isn't he? Yeah. Never a dull moment in Florida, is there?
0: Gotta love Florida.
1: Yep. DUI, and he doesn't know why, or he's as high as the sky. Well, some of us in the gutter, but we're all looking up at the stars. Oscar Wilde. All good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores. In last place, with the K2 meter and the dead battery, it is Miss Morris, who never got beyond four. Michelle scored six, but the week of my birthday, and in resplendent first place, winning the $33,000 IR camera, is myself, who scored a rather impressive 11. Rigged. Of course it is. How long have you been doing this show? (laughs) To be fair, I don't think I've won this year, to be honest. I've tried to keep my ego intact. You have. The ego has landed, and it's running around like a chicken. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird... Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via our Facebook site More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee or you can follow my Twitter account at adrian__lee__tips underscore underscore Remember, we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show on SoundCloud. You can listen to that right now. Go to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio and if you left this show with more than you arrived we've brought a smile to your face on this cold, miserable Friday night why not go to patreon.com and donate a single dollar to the show? We would be very grateful. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Jotan Drain and Nathan Bush, Michelle, Corey, and all of the International Paranormal Society at inparanormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group at MUFON of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening, and remember, be interested and Interesting. Good night.